0: Heavy Metal Culture Clash with Geoff Thorpe from Vicious Rumors and Thomas Metal Moser from Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Now, Now, would you believe it? We're back for season two. This is the Heavy Metal Culture Clash starring the one, the only, the legend, Jeff
1: Thorpe of Vicious Rumors. Amazing. What an honor and a pleasure it is to be back for season two (laughs) with DJ Metal Moser. (laughs) It's amazing you are back, actually. We have to talk about this right uh, this second,
0: because you have been on an incredible, insane, insane, insanely tour that I thought, and I have my money on uncertain death (laughs) for you guys (laughs) out there on the road, but uh, you you, you made it. It's like, you know... (laughs) It's it's crazy.
1: I don't know. That tour would have been hard if I was in my 20s. I don't know, man. (laughs) Uh, And you're in your 30s now. So,
0: how, you know?
1: So, now that I'm in my 30s, yeah, a few times now. (laughs) Now, you uh,
0: you, you played, tell me again, you
1: played 45 shows, 47 shows. Yeah, it was. uh, In 36 days. Almost. (laughs) Almost. Yeah, I believe it was like. It was 46 shows in 52 days, including the travel days. So (laughs) it it was nuts, man. I mean, uh, like we just started and did 17 in a row and then had an off day and then did nine (laughs) in a row and then 15 in a row. You know,
0: after 17 shows in a row, I would go and have an off year, (laughs) not not an off day. (laughs) You know, uh, What, what do you do? When you have 70 shows in a row and you have one off day, I mean, you you probably imagine and dream up all the stuff you weren't able to do, you know, while you were playing
1: on this one particular day. Yeah. I mean, how- then you just you spend the whole day thinking about that, not doing anything. <laughs> but, you know. I'll tell you though, for a thousand things that could have gone wrong every day on a tour like that, Mm -hmm. where you're just, I mean, basically it started and we just raced the clock for 52 days, (laughs) but we somehow, I mean, I'll tell you what, I got to give a lot of credit to my incredible lineup right now. Larry Howe, Gunnar DeGray, Nick Courtney, Cody Green, uh, the guys were, were just, I couldn't throw enough at them. I swear to God. Like I would (laughs) I would come up with this. Okay, we're gonna do 17 days in a row. It's gonna be (laughs) got a couple overnight drives. And I would just like they would just be like, killer, that's great, man. I'd just be like, I just couldn't throw enough at these guys. And and man, we just kind of blew through it with like military precision. So luckily, you know, things didn't didn't go bad, you know? But,
0: but you, you got to spill some guts here, man. I mean, there must have been times where you go, like, where you guys were, like, you know, at it. You're like, okay, this is going to be stressed. Oh, yeah.
1: There's no doubt about it, man. Yeah. I mean, we're still somewhat, you know, we're still connected to the human race. So, <laughs> you know, but I'll tell you, man, you know, it's like the, that kind of touring is not normal, but uh, yeah. at the same time, it's like... Larry and I, we've been doing this a long time, man. We're celebrating the 40th year of vicious rumors this year. And we just feel like we want to take every gig play as hard as we can (laughs) and just live heavy metal every day. As long as we still can do it, man. And, and the guys, the rest of the guys are all with us on board and we're, we're just working like a team, man. It's, that's the whole thing if if the t- if the chemistry and the band, if you're not working together, then something like that could be really miserable, yeah, you know what I mean yeah. but yeah. but but when you got a great team, it's like a sports season, you know it's yeah. like we're just looking at like you know we want to win every game, uh we want you know drink every beer no, <laughs> uh you know, I don't even drink on the road, but um, uh, I tell you what man it's it was an incredible tour, we played some amazing cities, had some incredible shows. And it was so awesome. We're going to do it again in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, you survived
0: death for the first time. You know, it's not sure it's going to happen for the second time. You you go like, you had, you, what kind of bands did you take on tour at this time? You had Clove and Hoof.
1: Yeah, uh, they were with you on the last tour. We did. Uh, and we weren't on the whole tour together, but it was yeah. really, it was really awesome. Those guys are killer. All right, yeah, I saw. Um, them, I saw
0: them uh, back here in a small. It's a Truheim festival, actually. Here,
1: yeah. yeah, a couple of years ago, it was good. It was yeah, good. solid. Yeah, yeah, they're r- really good band and uh, great guys. And uh, so, yeah, that was a really killer package on the nights that we played together. Um, we played with really great band out of Santa Rosa couple of great bands called mm. uh, Intense and Ancestors Wrath, along with Nevian, a band out of Sacramento. All right. Very cool band, and they did a couple weeks with us. So that was, it was really uh, it was a great tour, lots of fun, uh, lots of hard work. And uh, the response, because we were out doing the Digital Dictator anniversary, we're playing, yeah. playing the digital album plus classics. And, you know, man, I mean, the thing started with pretty small – aspirations three four weeks maybe and it yeah. just it just blew up to yeah. seven weeks in the u.s four weeks in europe and now we're going back to do after the four weeks in europe in april we're going to be doing another two full months in the states and canada so it's just it's just great man i mean not you know it's the 40th anniversary of the band we're touring more than we've ever toured before so yeah, yeah. i mean as far as i'm concerned that's the way it's supposed to be so are you going to retire after
0: that with all the money you've been making and, you know, <laughs> escaping from <laughs>
1: the IRS and everything? <laughs> you, you know that in heavy metal, you never retire. <laughs> yeah, when, when you retire, it's six feet under.
0: <laughs> that's good. Yeah, we we got a lot to talk about because you haven't been here for the obvious reasons now that, you know, we mentioned. Uh, um, so you missed out a lot. I, I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's 2019. We gotta, we gotta really, you know, look forward. I mean, uh, actually, around this time now, we should have had the experience of the heavy metal tour of this year already, although it's only February. Uh, with uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Judas Priest, you oh. know, being here in a double package, well, it didn't happen. You know, uh, Ozzy, I think he played two or three shows in England. Then he had to cancel the whole European leg because he was, you know, sick. Was he got, he was got the priest on those shows? Yeah, and, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, They were everywhere. Oh. They, they were they were booked for the whole God. for the whole experience, and uh, you know they 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 put Ozzy in the hospital in in L.A. So they flew him back just to just to make sure that he's gonna recover all right. And uh, I was like, why does he have to be in the hospital? You know, it's like it's the flu. Come on, you know. Well. He's from Birmingham and he's English, so you know people from from this town. They play soccer outside and uh, still, you know, have to flu and still be doing sports or whatever. But he, they've been taking care of him. And and then I read that uh, Sharon, his uh, wife and manager, I think mostly manager, not wife, but (laughs) um, (laughs) she, she said that well, he's he's breathing on his own again. I saw that too. I had no idea he was that seriously ill. I mean, is it, is it something, I don't know. I'm European peeing. So, uh, is it something common to do in the States to put somebody on
1: artificial breathing while, or you know, whatever oh, you call it? Only uh, in the worst circumstances, man. So obviously yeah. he was much worse off than, uh, initially released to the public, you know, cause that's, ser- that's serious, obviously. And, uh, great to hear that he's you know breathing on his own again and and coming back and yeah i mean the thought of ozzy and priest is just you know that's just the you know the greatest night of heavy metal you know i mean so it's such a great package i mean and it's just hard to believe like you know how strong and how many years both those bands and the history between those two bands is just
0: it's, it's it's almost kind of mind like, blowing. Yeah, I know. It's almost like putting together wishes, rumors, and Clovenhoof for, <laughs> for a six hundred year concert experience.
1: <laughs> you know what? We've and, and VR go back a long ways together, man. So it's a very funny comparison. I'm not sure I want to laugh though. <laughs> yeah, we missed
0: out on that, but uh, those shows, those canceled gigs, they they are supposed to be. Played in September, so that's when they when they rescheduled him. I, I haven't got any any detailed uh, dates, tour dates, but they were talking about September, and I think they're going they're going to do it. I think Ozzy's going to come back. I don't think he's going to retire.
1: No. I think I think he's going to do this. Ozzy know. and and Rob Halford, you know, on a tour. It's just incredible, man. <laughs> so. You wonder you you know, in
0: every way you look at it, you wonder who's the better singer. It's it's.
1: It's an unlikely it, it seems to be an unlikely comparison. You know, in but, m- you know I don't know, in my opinion, those are two guys that are unique that are both so yeah. unique. Yeah. They're they're two of just a small handful of guys that as soon as you hear their voice, you know who it is. Yeah. And you can't say that about very many people. I mean Well no. in that respect, Lemmy would be a you know Oh absolutely. A top
0: notch singer. <laughs> yeah, I I I know. It it sounds weird, but yeah.
1: I guess so. You know that to me that the king of the old school singers is still Bruce Dickinson. I'm sorry, man. I just I love Ozzy, I love Halford, oh, yeah. but you know just when I just think about Bruce's performance, stage presence, uh range, still power still. Yeah phenomenal i mean it's just phenomenal how good of a singer he is but you know you can never you can i think even ozzy on on his worst night is still going to be entertaining somehow that's true <laughs> you know what i mean Yeah, yeah. yeah i mean yeah, yeah. I, I don't know it's just ozzy you know like it's, it's 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 strange what defines a singer or a
0: top-notch singer right
1: it could be anything it really could be uh-huh. i mean like on on the other side of the coin like you know you got like Van Halen's coming out again, I guess, with David Lee Roth. And, yeah. um, you know, I hope that he's, you know, taking it seriously. Because, I mean, the last time I saw him. <laughs> when was that? Uh, oh, let's see. What was that? A couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, just the um, okay. last time they were touring. Um, I caught one of the shows. Eddie, you know, phenomenal. Eddie carried it. Um, really? I, I thought he was, yeah. Okay. He okay. Thought, I thought he really carried the show. and But, you know, I missed Michael Anthony. And uh yeah, D- daily Roth back in the day was incredible. Uh but I just was not feeling the same. I mean, I don't know, man. People get older, people change, and if you can still stay in the game, then you should stay in the game. But if it's if you can't do it anymore, then you got to really think about it. You know, how are you going to make it work? Yeah, know? I don't you, you how many times have you seen Van Halen? Oh, man. Uh that, that many times. I have, because I was a huge Van Halen fan,
0: and uh, there was never a chance here in Europe to do that, probably because they played in the eighties, and then, then they somehow never really came back. It maybe in the mid nineties once with Sammy Hager, but it was all all without David. Ross. So the original lineup for us was very hard to see. Yeah, I was even, even my age.
1: I was yeah. super lucky in that regard. I was, you know, a kid in Hawaii uh, visiting my older sister in L. A. and uh, you know, just asked her. I think we even talked about this before in one of the podcasts, but I just asked her to, you know, take me to see a couple local bands. I don't care who they are. You know, let's just go out one day. Just night. stop
0: right now. Just, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I, I don't want, you know,
1: uh, Quiet Riot uh, with Randy Rhodes. Oh, man. And Rudy Sarzo. The Runaways with Joan Jett and Alita <sighs> yeah, Ford and, yeah. and a little local band from Los Angeles called Van Halen. <laughs> so, I, but the funny thing was like I, it, it ignited my career. Like I, I you know, uh-huh. I think we've gone through this, so I'll make this real short, but I mean, I just went back to Hawaii after that experience, like <laughs> seeing Randy Rhodes and Van Halen in the nightclubs, like just yeah. on random nights, you just, you know, I uh-huh. went back to Hawaii thinking like everyone in Los Angeles is that good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, I mean, it was like, <laughs> you know, and, it, and uh, that's when the, I, I think I just, you know, picked it up a level and, you know, taking my musician uh, lifestyle and what I was going to do with music a lot more soon. Yeah, the road to ruin came, like, fairly quickly then. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I realized the end was much closer than I'd ever imagined <laughs> at that point.
0: It's funny because… Uh, but then something- that was 40 years ago. So, <laughs> Jesus, where'd it go? Something like that, it wasn't really able to be happening here. I mean, here in Munich, you had a scene and you had clubs and obviously you can do that in London. You could do that in London, but uh, you know, London and Munich is not LA. It's not New York. It's not. You have not. It was never the, okay. the, the the huge playground for all those bands. Although there were scenes, you know, and there were bands coming out of it, but it's not like that. You know, oh man, you could but
1: go. You guys, okay, but you guys. I mean, if we want to go way back, you I mean yeah. you guys got to like see the Beatles and stuff in the early days and probably like pink floyd and those kind of legendary bands right they were like always touring through germany right that was, that's actually true
0: and the beatles played here at the, in 1966 that's still uh, incredible a colleague of mine here from rock anthemy who died a couple of years ago unfortunately and with him goes an encyclopedia of music knowledge okay you know, and and just a, a very very decent human being but he was there. He was there when the when the Beatles played Munich in 1966. And He told me, "Look, it was it was good to be there, and it was it's historical to have seen them." He didn't hear them. Oh, okay. Because, because the girls were so screaming uh, that he couldn't he couldn't hear the music. It was it, and it's a small place, the Cir- Circus Krone, two thousand oh, wow. people capacity. The Beatles on there for half an hour, but he said like he just you know it was like.
1: Just screaming. It's, well, it's funny. Have you, have you ever seen the video of the Beatles at Shea Stadium yeah. in New York? Yeah. It, yeah. If you look at it closely, they're on a little stage <laughs> in the field and they've yeah. got like two sure vocal meister, You know, <laughs> they've got these two little PA columns yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. you could that you might fit for uh, an office. You know, for like an office presentation in a exactly. convention room. It's,
0: it's amazing how all that changed. Man. Oh,
1: man. No, I don't think anybody heard those guys at, <laughs> at that show. But, you know, you guys probably got to see like the scorpions, like starting out in clubs around here and yeah, stuff, I'm, right? Uh,
0: I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm actually too young to actually know that, but uh, yeah, they must have started out somewhere. And we had this huge. That
1: was c- just mean, Thomas. <laughs> just mean,
0: okay? Sorry. <laughs> it didn't it, it didn't come out the right way <laughs> no i'm just anyway, playing. but we had this huge crowd rock scene mm. and the crowd rock was still you know still for for Americans it i think it was a a worldwide thing they came out of germany and uh, we had lots of those bands playing at festivals here and it it kind of took off and took over the woodstock spirit into the early 70s here. So we had uh, Jimi Hendrix and Pink Floyd. Jimi Hendrix playing, I think, one of his last shows at a, at a, um, a German festival. Oh, man. And, uh, and uh, Pink Floyd was here too for a couple of festivals, and it was really, you know, hypnotic back then. It was just, sure. it was, there, there wasn't a commercial appeal, and nothing. Although, although I gotta say, just to be fair and honest, the best show I've seen 2018. Besides Wishes Rumors, obviously, um, was again Roger Waters with uh, oh, uh, whatever we, he did there. It was mind blowing again. I mean, in this whole media world, to be mind blown, it takes a lot.
1: Exactly. And man. he
0: did everything right. You've seen them all. Oh, man. And it's the best concert I've never paid money for. <laughs> it's, um, you know, besides his uh, uh, rendering and, of and the And even wolf. if you had. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Even if you had it, it's like, worth yeah, it. Yeah, that was worth it. Oh I did. Oh bet. man, yeah.
0: it's what the dark side of the moon and us and them, right? That was the theme, the whole the whole Us and Them record. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it was just it was amazing. He built did you see did he actually see some footage of this one? I, I saw just clips, man. I would have loved to have been there, but I'm not Yeah man he built
0: it. up this battery park power station. He had the pig flying around in the in the in the venue. But he didn't build it up on a on a on a video screen so. He built it up into the arena. So you were looking on it like, like you know, you could almost touch it. It was like it was actual construction
1: oh. going on in the in the venue.
0: Not not really. <laughs> oh, not not really. But I don't know. Actually, I, it it beats my mind how he did it. Anyway, he did it again. And uh, well, how did we get there? Ah, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Hold the whole German scene, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, there was some stuff, but it, it was never as good as L.A. You yeah. know. If I if I imagined that yeah. I I could just go. On a Wednesday night into the Roxy or Whiskey or go in L.A. and could watch Guns N' Roses back then. Man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd be having an orgasm. I'll tell you, that's the way it was. I mean, you know, for us in the Bay Area during the explosion of thrash and power metal and stuff, like that's one thing that I love about the bay Area is like it just it's been it's been this epicenter for different you know different time periods and different types of music mm-hmm. you know it had like the beatnik thing in the 60s right. it had uh you know the psychedelic rock in the 70s or you know with yeah. the airplane and janice Jopp and whatever and all that stuff and then in the 80s you know when power metal and thrash metal blew up um it was kind of in competition a little bit with la you know, and yeah. it was a lot going back and forth but yeah la has sort of always had this like mystique about it you know what i mean like um oh man you know should we move should we move there you know <laughs> <laughs> do we do we need to move to la to make it you know I, I don't know but then you know then slipknot came out of like wherever they're where are they from kentucky or something or iowa iowa that's right what a boy don't don't hate me people <laughs> don't hate me uh,
0: no, but <laughs> had, iowa, had- but, you know they proved uh I don't know but you had like you know you had San Francisco you had uh, LA but then obviously came Seattle and uh sure. I guess after that came Chicago a little bit and uh, you always had New York for whatever reason you know all the right and wrong reasons but uh you know those and now you you pretty much have everything now I think LA is still of you know the focus point for music but it's not that you know for rock music I couldn't even tell
1: you know it's it's amazing how just you know territorial scenes you know can change they change They change territories it changes music bounces from one place to another yeah you know uh the european scene and the european festival scene is something i always tell my friends man you gotta you gotta see this man even if you just go over there for a couple weeks and you know go to a few heavy metal festivals i mean it's just it's different over here than it is in america yeah yeah,
0: Um, that's for sure We have a couple of festivals now that uh passed the 25 year you know barrier, and uh, you have the biggest metal festival of them all turning 30 this year, which is Wacken, and it's uh, incredible, insane, yeah, that uh, they still still do what they do and uh, they still don't make that much money. wow (laughs) i don't know no yeah i think it's a money question because uh it's they have they need to employ so much personal and so much staff for the security stuff that uh i think they always have to like see what's going to come
1: out at the end oh they're so rich (laughs) they're so rich they they you know what though you you gotta hand it to them because um when you go to the Wacken festival it's like it's so big It's so massive and it's run so smoothly and it's set up in a way that like you can still, even though you're in this massive environment, you still feel kind of comfortable and it's, I don't know, man. I just... It blows me away how they just have it down. I mean, of course they've been doing it all these years. Yeah. They, they've perfected it to uh, this incredible concert experience. We're uh, you know, we're lucky enough. We're going to be uh, part of the Full Metal Cruise put on by the Wacken and Promoters. That's going to be uh, coming up for us April twenty. Oh, hang on, hang on. Six. Well, you're you're a cruise approved already. Like you just came back from seventy thousand tons of metal. As far as I'm concerned, those are the only gigs I'm taking. How did how I got, did I, I got one room? You, I got one word for you, buddy. Room service. That's two words. <laughs> <laughs> take a, take anyone you like.
0: <laughs> how did you get invited to the fucking seventy thousand tons of men again?
1: Yeah, you know, I will tell you, man, it's it's an honor to be part of their history because that is such a special experience. We had the greatest time. Yeah, rub it in, rub it in with the Keep with it going. I've never been there. It's fantastic, man. I mean, it's just uh, the the feeling on the ship is like it's uh, you know you're on this adventure, this high seas adventure. It's the never ending heavy metal concert, sixty bands, one hundred and twenty concerts in five days in the open waters. Truly honored to be part of their history. Uh, we played the second, fourth, and ninth edition, and uh, oh, you did. So uh, really really that's uh, a real special thing for us and uh, we just had the greatest time uh with all the fans and the bands there and yeah it's uh, it's really something and and uh, now to get to do it again here in a, in another couple of months on uh from uh Mallorca to Marseille France uh yeah we're really looking forward to it man doing the european version but even the 70 tons of metal feels like a kind of a European festival, too. There's eh, a lot I of people so. from around the world eh. go there. And, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic experience. But just between you and me. Yeah. That's not work, is it? <laughs> oh, Thomas, we're, we're – we're, it's not – you know, you're holding up these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you're smiling a lot. I mean, you know the Yo, muscles in no, your face. Yeah. No, you know, it's a man. workout, man. No,
0: no, no. Yeah, I can, I can see that.
1: Yeah. No, it's a sweet gig, man. You're out, you're out in the water for five days. You do two sets. You know, it's a sweet. So well, they make gig. you do two sets? Yeah. Every, oh my God. Every place plays twice. Wood, yeah. Well, do you
0: believe that? Dear Lord, how can you actually sign that contract? <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what, man. I'll take them all. I'll take them all. Do you think? Do you think there's going to be an overkill on cruises, on music cruises? Because it started out with classic rock bands, didn't it? Well, I, I, I'm not sure, but I thought there was s- like Night Ranger cruise, whatever cruise. The
1: I thought seventy thousand tons of cruise. metal was the first. That was the first one that I was aware of, and then from there, it's like seems like there's so many now. There was really? a Kiss cruise. The Kiss cruise, a- yeah. The Kiss um, Cruise
0: is it's is in its 10th year already, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and there there's a Monsters of Rock thing, Monsters of Rock Cruise, the Wacken Cruise. I mean, there's so many. The there's monsters there's even right. a Megadeth Cruise yeah, coming up. Yeah. They got a great lineup. I'm trying to get on that one, too, by the way. <laughs> it's a blind passenger. You know the Kiss Cruise, I don't know if we ever talked
0: about this before it, it or maybe I just told everybody who didn't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> it could be you know the alcohol this guy uh, from Lordy Mr. Lordy he's a he's a diehard Kiss fan he's a maniac Okay, he was on one of those cruises and he goes like no I'm never gonna go there again because there's only like Kiss nerds on there you know who talk about like well Gene Simmons didn't move this way he moved the other way this night on the appearance so oh. why did he do this and they would talk an hour about his like you know his wrong step or wrong move and he was like, "No, I can't do this anymore.
1: <laughs> some guys are never gonna get a girlfriend, bro. That's just the way it is.
0: <laughs> uh well,
1: no, but <laughs> I used to be a kiss fan a long time, you know, you know what? I'm still a kiss fan i you know I don't know much about the kiss crews. Do they have a lot of other bands, or is it is it just think, kiss no, what? I think
0: they they do have some other bands, obviously i I think there's probably like ten bands on there,
1: oh, okay."
0: they play decent shows i guess mm-hmm. uh uh like two main sets and one pool set or whatever on those on those days i have no idea funny thing is kiss just played the whiskey or gogo
1: no yeah they did unannounced or something or un- under a different name or
0: some special radio event in the states oh that's cool
1: yeah and
0: uh it's uh, it's funny to see them on this little you know triangle stage or whatever they have there yeah it's it's crazy but they are on the end of the road tour So, uh, this has already started the process, the, you know, the beginning of the end, like Black Sabbath would have said. Yeah, well. They're gonna be here in May. I'm gonna be really curious if Paul Stanley's voice, if it's ever real on this stage and in this production,
1: uh, if it's still there. I, I hope so uh,
0: yeah I hope so, too. I hope so too
1: I was one of the guys that you know like Kiss and Led Zeppelin so you know what yeah. I yeah. I some guys are, are really able to carry it through their career and some guys can't and some guys don't so now let's
0: not talk about Van Halen again but I'm, still <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for, for for those guys that come back and go out big
0: yeah yeah Oh, Kiss go they will go out big uh, there's no doubt about that but still the quality of the performance is still hey your grandma's calling me. Oh, it's she it's my grandma again, bro.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just take this real quick. Yeah, I'll take you to be a break. Hello? Yeah, grandma? Uh what what happened. Hell? Where? Wait a grandma? Did you turn into a telemarketer? I told you I'd help you with that house payment. You don't have to do that. Oh the dog did what listen, huh? I'm I'm doing the interview with Metal Moser right now. Okay. I'll, I'll call you back. I love you. Sorry, man.
0: How? How on? Why?
1: It's just, I don't know. It's funny. You know, you're, you know, you gotta, you gotta love your
0: grandma. <laughs> it's very metal. It's very metal. A black metal grandma. <laughs> we're talking kids and we're talking the end of the road and we're talking, well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of the highlights in the concert season this year, 2019. And there's, uh, here in Germany, there's so much more because everyone, Everyone is waiting for Rammstein. Oh yeah, uh, to come out with a new record and to play those shows, uh, and they sold out stadiums in mi- minutes, if not even seconds. Yeah, it's amazing. In a stadium, seventy thousand seaters, it was gone in two minutes.
1: Yeah, and not just not just in Germany or just in Europe. That's fucking worldwide. Yeah, man. yeah those guys are phenomenal.
0: It's it's insane, but it's Yeah. I went to Berlin and talked to Richard Krusper, the guitarist. He's kind of different, but he's he's an alright guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: like him, uh, and uh, I love his guitar sound, man. Yeah. His, his the tone of his sound on of his guitars yeah. that those guys get on album and live. Yeah, incredible live sound.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just. But he told he told me like you know this is the beginning of the end for them. Really? Yeah, he said he's not going to do another record. This is going to be the last one. He may wonder if they're going to continue without him, but I think they. He thinks they they probably won't because the chemistry is not the same. They always, they have always been the same guys, and uh, but he said this tour is going to continue for at least three years.
1: Now that I didn't know that they they are the same original band from the, their first album. Yeah, yeah oh, that, that's yeah. incredible. Never changed, right? Yeah, it's like you two. Yeah, or really ZZ Top or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, ZZ Top being you know having to change is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost incredible.
1: They're coming around again too.
0: Yeah, they are. They're, they're celebrating fifty years of uh, of their music, which is crazy. It's insane. You go like, yeah. I saw them two years ago, three years ago. Still beautiful. Still
1: we good. Ma- we make creator feel young, <laughs> and um. Judas Priest makes us feel young. Yeah. And then uh, Judas Priest makes ZZ Top feel young. So it's beautiful. Yeah, Ozzy makes Judas Priest feel young. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but we're all getting old. Yeah, that's, that's the point, man. <laughs> it's just hard to believe that heavy metal itself is like, you know, 70 or something. Like rocks, 95. Yeah, and yeah. Heavy metal, 70.
0: But the, the good thing is that- uh, I mean,
1: I'm still 30, but, you know- <laughs>
0: <laughs> how the hell did you do this but the funny thing is that heavy metal won't die you'll die eventually i'll die eventually Ozzy and rob halford will die eventually but heavy Metal's not gonna die and uh, uh even if the old bands are gone i'm still i think there's still a hope at the end of the rainbow because uh i've been listening to a lot of good stuff lately All you right. know it's a modern production obviously they know how to deal with computers but still, they a lot of those bands are able to to play a decent riff. You oh, know, you sure. have all those young bands like Parkway Drive, who are insanely big now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, yeah those classic power metal bands, Beast in Black and Battle Beast. You know those those two intertwine. It's uh, they they're excellent, good songwriters. So I think the future of heavy metal is still there. They're still there. Uh, Even if uh, we are not going to be there anymore, those kids will keep on playing.
1: Absolutely, man. Because it's like there's always going to be people attracted to dark and, and heavy, powerful music because music's all about emotion, man. And the world's just getting darker and darker. I mean, when I was a kid, there, were, the number one show on TV was something like you know about a happy little family or something. Now, yeah. now the number one show on TV is a zombie eating corpse <laughs> called The Walking Dead. You know, what I mean, it's just like you know the world is getting darker, the music gets darker, you know. But there's nothing darker. Than you know, these child rapist priests, but that's okay. That maybe that's the next, uh, not Judas priest either. I'm talking about these fucking pedophiles that tell, joined- me, tell me something about it. What do you know? What do you have? Well, <laughs> what can we do? You know, it's how just, can we save the world? Well, you know, it's just you know, it's just pathetic, man. It's just like all my whole life, I went to heavy metal concerts, and in America, the church would come to the concert and protest in front of it. Now, you know, I don't know if that happens here, I don't know, man, but in America. Any time, like Sabbath or Manson or Priest, they go and do these tours, and then these people from the church come out to the concert, and with their signs protesting, and they have no idea that heavy metal people are some of the sweetest, kindest type of people that would help you. You fall down, they pick you up. I mean- you know we're talking some very good people and they have no idea anything about it except for what they see the album cover looks like or something or the name black sabbath uh, and uh. then you know so i mean i don't know so it's a whole nother story but um i just think <laughs> like let's one of like one if all the bands yeah. got together and went to the churches with our signs and picketed you know you damn child rapist what do you join the church to be a pedophile it's- this podcast just took a Deadly turn, my friend.
0: <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, it's not us having metal fans that should go to church and uh, protest. It's the police that should come and go go there and uh, uh, arrest those people. Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> Men, they're getting away with prayers? Nah, they should get away with jail, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's what they deserve to
1: do. I, you know? I, I saw this thing. Uh, I was watching this documentary, man, about like— It's
0: here in Germany, too, actually. You know, we have oh, so many of those people. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like a, it goes back hundreds of years. Yeah, and it's it's like a pool, like a, a sec, it's almost like a secret society like if you're a pedophile and uh <laughs> you got to join the church and yeah, you you're halfway safe. Yeah, then you can kind of get away with it. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I don't want to blame every member of the church, but No,
1: of course not. A lot of them. But just and to I'm, be safe, take your knowledge. children out. <laughs> yeah. Just to be safe. I
0: know. No, no. It's weird. It's so weird. And this is what, ha- this is what happens when you... Well, if you're a pedophile, just be honest. And this is not... We're not talking metal now. This is serious. If you're pedophile, I think you, you don't choose to be a pedophile. I think uh, you were born with it. You are the unluckiest person in
1: the whole goddamn fucking world. Yeah, that's for sure. To
0: be that. But you're a criminal. So, yeah. you know...
1: I got one, you know, a very simple solution. It's a, it's a bullet. It cost about seventy five cents. That that's, would not be my take. That's my take. <laughs> because uh, I think I don't think you can cure that shit, man.
0: No, you cannot cure. it. But it, you cannot cure homosexuality either.
1: Yeah, but that's different. Why is it different? Because we're with it's pedophiles. Pay- you're talking about children. Some people are like not not consenting adults. Some people.
0: That's, that's true. That's true. Any, you're totally right. That anything totally that's right.
1: consenting adults, I you know, it's none of my business. It's all good. You know, it's do what you want, but enjoy hey, life. But
0: hey, as I said, as hurting I said,
1: children no. is just an absolute no go. Like I said, it's seventy five cents for one bullet.
0: It's a no go that you are born with. How
1: do you deal with that?
0: You know, some no. people like women. Some men like women. Some men like men. Some men like sheep.
1: Some men like children. <laughs> Okay, no. Do, do you choose to like a sheep? Yeah, I'm gonna stand Fuck up. No. For, no, I'm standing up for the sheep too. Okay, I say this: you, you rape a sheep, you get a bullet in the head too. Okay,
0: it's it's you, you rape anybody, you get a bullet in the head. Yeah, but. no,
1: it's uh, this all came about because we were talking about the church, picketing heavy metal, and uh but I so uh, does that happen here, man? I mean, because that's in in America, it's like a, a, a something that like every concert goer has has had to like endure. Because the church is is stronger in America than it
0: is here. In uh, Germany it didn't happen that much. There was some outrage in the eighties. I think when Slayer came up and you see you saw pictures with them, you know, being okay. having being bloody or whatever, you know, whatever they had. And uh but that was pretty much it. Rock music was dangerous back then. But then now the bad guys are all the hip hop guys, and so I think uh, <laughs> the, the church and all the politics—they, <laughs> they okay—they they really they really are going on uh, uh, whatever German gangster rappers have to say, and they are outraged about that in, in order to sharpen their profile. But uh, I think they understood pretty much that heavy metal guys are really cute, sweet, and decent, and, yeah. uh, and I mean, nice people.
1: Yeah, I mean like Ozzy never tried to shoot Rob Halford, you know. <laughs> Why shoot? He? No, I know. I mean just like compared to like the hip hop thing, like you know, the, oh, yeah, right, right. you right. know the Tupac and Biggie and like these guys trying to, sh- you know, all these like rappers like trying to actually physically you know, shoot each other <laughs> yeah, with guns and true. stuff. You know, you you never you never hear of like, no. you know, Ian Hill trying to shoot <laughs> uh you know, Ian yeah, Gillen a butler. <laughs> Ian Hill trying to shoot Ian Gillan for the use of the word Ian. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they, <laughs> that's true. Or you know, Janis Joplin never tried to shoot Grace Slick. But I don't know. It's all exception Gish- to the rule. The whole Norwegian blackmail thing, where this guy, one guy killed the other guy. Oh for yeah, I remember
0: reason. Yeah, that's, cr-
1: <laughs> that's some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: but but that uh, was the Euronymous What was his name? Euronymous killed somebody else. <laughs> oh man. But uh, uh, they the, were all in the first foursome. time,
1: I, the first time I went there, man, you know, and like we checked out these churches and they just had like the black metal pentagrams carved <laughs> in the, in these like, you know, unbelievable church doors that are probably like 400 years yeah. old. And so it's, that part's kind of sad just to face something like that. But still, I remember the weather was so bad and, uh. It was so dark and gloomy and cold and stuff, and, and, and the people people there were saying like, "Hey, it's great that you came here on, when you caught some good weather here and stuff." And like, <laughs> you know, like if, if if it didn't freak you out, please come back. You know, well, so you know. It's, I it's, guess that's how death metal got invented. I, I think it's completely dark for half of the year. So
0: what do you do? You know, you invent the second or third wave of black metal and you paint some white stuff in your face and then you go ahead and be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Battery. <laughs> Whatever.
1: It Dog is, throne. Yeah. It is kind of fun to do the corpse paint thing. We did it on Halloween once in Hamburg. We played it with we were on tour with Hammerfall and we were in <laughs> Hamburg and when we did this and we, we came, it was Halloween night. So we came out in corpse paint and did it. <laughs> and, it and, and you know, we're doing our power metal and corpse paint and stuff. And uh, it was, I don't know. It kind of just gave you like a little, you know, you're kind of behind a mask. And so <laughs> yeah. you kind of like uh. gave you this little, like an extra little kick. And it, and it was funny the next night we were in Berlin and uh, these uh, some fans came from Hamburg to Berlin to see us again. They really loved it. And then they were like so disappointed. We didn't have the corpse paint on. Like, guys, what, ha- what happened to the corpse paint? We're like, we're like, oh man, we were just doing that for Halloween. you know? They're like, oh, wow, come on. And we thought that was your thing. I was just like, and then look what happened Power Wolf. What?
0: I like Power Wolf. I know I'm you sorry. Do. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, a I great know defender you do. of this paint. Yeah, still, I, I, I still am. I still I love, love you. <laughs> So you you you're saying a Power wolf stole from you guys? No,
1: no. Ah. Not at all. It was just a funny thing that uh because like we didn't really take it, you know, we at the time we were just uh you know, we like I said, we were just doing it for Halloween. But then um I, I had just noticed that when I started noticing Power Wolf, I was like, whoa, that's, you know, they kind of took this yeah. corpse paint power metal thing and really did something. Exactly, with it. exactly. They really yeah. did something with it. Yeah. That story I could, writer. And and I could, after the response from some of these fans, I was like, oh, man, man, those guys kind of beat us to it. We had the jump on them, too, man. We could have done that.
0: <laughs> but, man, we're,
1: we're true. We're true old school. We just do what we do, man. And,
0: no, no, no. That's know. good. That's good.
1: There's one thing we have to talk about. Mm.
0: A totally different topic, but we were talking about great singers and what defines a great singer. And One of the best singers was Freddie Mercury, obviously oh, wow. of Queen. And uh, I don't know, have you ever seen the movie
1: Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, I did. I did. What, what did you? What, what's your? What's your take on that? I liked it, man. Okay. I, I mean, I know it wasn't. It was weird. You know, I know it wasn't accurate. Yeah. And so I was trying to allow for. You know, like okay, it's still got to be like uh, there's still a Hollywood director calling the shots or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So I just kind of, I kind of took it with a grain of salt, even though I could okay. some some yeah. things were like definitely wrong. I think that re- the thing that really, I thought it was so well casted. Like the guy, obviously, yeah. the guy that did Freddie was yeah. amazing. I Ra- mean,
0: Rami Malik. Yeah, he he he
1: was something else. There's no doubt. And but I got to say that the actor who played Brian May also like after about 10 minutes i just didn't even see anyone else but brian may i just it was like it was like brian may was in the movie i don't know and it was funny how they just made it look so easy like as soon as they made a record oh hey we got some gigs in america and oh everything sold out boom 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 it was just like five minutes later they're just you know so there's there's a little fantasy in it but um the band itself is just they're such an original band i mean no one sounded like Queen and no, They're, they're sure. from an era where bands were different. Yeah. Nowadays when there's a band that's successful, there's a rash of bands that sound like that. Yeah, it's a it, it, Song. And yeah. then and then a couple of them get successful too. Yeah. But and back in those days, as soon as there was a band that was unique then the record companies would look for another unique band you know what i mean so was, yeah okay and, yeah. and queen uh i was kind of a sucker for it i mean i know uh it was kind of a uh, inaccurate thing but i i did like the movie i don't know what did you think i had too many high hopes i bashed it afterwards
0: <laughs> i went there with my kids and uh, with my wife, and uh, my wife loved it. Oh, she cried at the, you know, the the life aid situation and everything yeah. they did there. And uh, my kids were ignorant until the very end. But although they have seen Queen, I took them to see Queen now with Freddie, obviously, because uh, with uh, Adam Lambert. Oh, man. just have the Queen experience, you know, for once. And uh, uh, but they, I don't know. It, for me, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. But maybe my my hopes were just too high, as I said. And uh, I hated the fact that they sacrificed facts for the plot. Yeah. And for no reason. For no reason. I mean, it, it, it didn't make a better drama just to put We Will Rock You in the chronologically right place when they wrote that song. But they put it after Another One by the or whatever came out. So, you know, the, the scenery was just wrong. Yeah. I'm like, man, how I cannot believe it that, you know, Brian May and Roger Taylor were involved as producers. They must have, you know, like interfered at in one place and said, "Like, look, guys, this is
1: nice." I, but my take on that is that they were like advisors mm-hmm. for the movie. I don't know if they were executive producers on it. I didn't. I didn't notice that in the I credits. I think they had
0: some credits for, for producers, but I'm not but, sure. I'm not
1: sure. But I think that they were there. I'm sure that they had moments too where they were going, "Hey, guys, this th- wait, this isn't right." And then, yeah. and then, like maybe the producers and the directors, "Oh, well, don't worry about it. We're just you know, this is going to be." we're going to make this hollywood movie and it was i thought mike myers was funny in the movie yeah, yeah, and uh, hearing that they were a big part of it um and and the success of the movie i think it's still in theaters yeah, yeah. so um probably the most successful movie about M- a band musical ever music of
0: yeah that's
1: true you know especially with this cat winning all these uh, awards right now and i mean uh oh my god <laughs> it's a grandma. <grim. laughs> On, it's Freddie Mercury. Hang on. Okay. Um, hi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll, no. I'll, I'll do. I. I'm gonna do the dishes as soon as I get back. And yeah. And take out the trash. Yeah. I'll feed. I'll feed the. Okay. No. that's not the cat's fault, Grandma. Okay. All right. Love you. I'm okay. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm working with Metal Moser right now, Grandma. All right. Love
0: you. Bye. Sorry, bro. Sorry, man. Your heavy metal lifestyle shines through. So, you know, but we're at the end of the show anyway. Okay. So, uh, how are we going to do it? I don't know. I say Bohemian Rhapsody is not worth the money. I still like the original Live eight version better than the movie one. I'm sorry. I mean, and if you look at it, if you, if you compare it, you go like,
1: Sigh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't help it. I liked it. I love the music. And... um it was cool i mean to me but but i do respect what you're saying because i did find it incredibly inaccurate yeah that's true so i just but i just kind of rolled with it because i've been in a heavy metal band so long you're used to cutting corners
0: (laughs) Uh, No, i'm still waiting for the uh, soldiers of the night biopic from wishes rumors and uh until then i guess uh i think we call it a podcast and uh it's We're,
1: been a pleasure to be back. Hey, season two is officially begun.
0: Season two is open. There's going to be more. That's for sure. Great to be here, my friend. Unless you go on another 45-day and 36-days, whatever, tour.
1: Oh, I do. Uh, I definitely <laughs> am. But uh, we'll catch up before that. Rock and roll. Heavy Metal Culture Clash. Subscribe to our channel for more heavy rock and metal podcasts.